What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks for joining us here on the Million Dollar Mindset. You know, we have an interesting topic today, and it's interesting from a lot of different perspectives, I think. Uh, It's about change and how we can tend to resist change and get overwhelmed by change and find excuses not to create change and to feel that it isn't necessary and blah, 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 blah. You probably, you know, if you're human, if you're on this planet, you know what I'm talking about, okay? Because let's face it, you know, even then, even those who say they like change, um, you know, sometimes not so much. I'll give you an example. I decided to ask a few people about change and how they feel about it in preparation for this show. And I asked three people and all three people said, I love change. And I said, well, great. Tell me about that. And all three people cited things like, well, I love to move around my furniture because I get really bored when my furniture stays in one place. And uh, one gal said, I love making changes to my wardrobe. I love that fall is here and winter's coming because now I get to change it up a bit and, and, you know, just see what else is in there. It's like she said, it's like Christmas, you know, forget what you had from last year and it's fun to pull it out again. And the others said, I, I love, well, basically what she said was she likes making social change. So she likes meeting new people and having new friends and doing different things with different people. Well, that's all fine and well. But sometimes change is a lot bigger than rearranging your furniture and adjusting your, your wardrobe and, and making new friends. You know, if, if you're in the minority, you don't fight change tooth and nail, but most people do. Okay, most people fight complex change really, really, really a lot. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, we we can make it a little more methodical, if you will. We can have steps to creating change. And that's what we're here to talk about today. And and also we're going to talk about why people resist change so much. What is it? Is it in our human nature? Is it in our DNA? Is it our life experience? Why do we resist that darn change so much. I have a funny story to start the show off with. And I think it's a great example of of exactly what I'm talking about. So I was enjoying a glass of wine with a friend at one time. And out of nowhere, you know, you know, you get a little more um, 
deep, shall we say, after you've had a nice glass of wine, right? Out of nowhere, she says, you know, if I ever get cancer, I'm going to exercise a lot more and eat nothing but healthy things like greens. I'm going to start juicing. I'm going to get rid of all the carbs because I know those are really bad for me. And I'm going to meditate all the time. I'm going to visualize getting healthy and, and curing myself of cancer. And there was a moment of silence and you know, because that's a really serious topic, right? And then all of a sudden, we both looked at each other and we just both <laughs> burst out laughing because we we realized just how ridiculous her statement was. I mean, okay, why would you wait until you get cancer to develop a healthy lifestyle? It's ludicrous, right? Is is that change so daunting to people that only a life threatening illness? can make it happen? Really? I mean, come on. Let's make these changes in advance so that we don't end up with a serious illness because all of those things, diet, exercise, the way we think and the way we eat and and visualization, meditation, stilling the mind, all of those things are so important to staying healthy and whole. But oftentimes, people wait to make a significant change in life when until there's a crisis, right? And we already have the ability to adapt to just about anything when we have to, and that's the key, when we have to, right? When we lose a loved one, when we're faced with serious illness, whatever it is, when, we, when we're laid off from a job, when our business isn't working, you know, when something isn't working in our life, then we have to adapt. And most people do adapt in one way or the other. I'm not saying that they do it in a healthy way necessarily, but most people do adapt. But somehow it feels easier to most of the human race, at least in this country, I, I can't necessarily speak to um, the, the culture in other countries about change, but it feels easier for most of us to just wallow in our misery, right? Or place blame elsewhere rather than simply to make a change. So, oh gosh, I have to lose 25 pounds, but it's so hard because, you know, it's so hard to eat healthy because we're always so busy and, and I have to work hard and, and, you know, the rest of my family likes junk food and I don't want to give up that pizza. I, I work hard all week and, 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 you know, this is one of my favorite ones. I love pizza. I love pizza and I'm not giving it up, right? So, you know, we wait and then all of a sudden the doctor says, you yeah, know, that cholesterol is getting a little high, Janie. You might want to look at some things and or, you know, God forbid, you know, you come back and you get uh, test results about on, on your heart tests that, that don't look as lovely as you'd like them to look. And, and then all of a sudden, you can make that change. What the heck is going on? Here's another example. Um, I was working with a coaching client who said that she was tired of things always getting in the way of her goals and dreams. This was just a day where she was just really feeling down. And that's what coaching is for. You come in and you just tell it like it is and we can work through some solutions or not, whatever you need in that day. 
And, and that's what she did. And so she took some time to just go over all of the things that she'd like to do. Uh, she'd like to grow her business. She'd like to have an income that is comfortable for her household. She'd like to take the kids on a vacation. She'd, she'd like to bring on that new product that she'd been thinking about. She'd like to get into some larger clients. She wanted to start working uh, with some corporations instead of other small businesses. You know, she went on and on and on. She'd like to feel less stress around her finances. She'd like to have more time to spend with the kids, to spend with the family. And, and she'd like to bring on an employee or two so that she didn't have to do it all by herself. Now, almost everything I said there was, in fact, everything, everything was totally achievable and totally possible. And so what I asked her was, are these statements really, really true that you can't, you know, as she listed her excuses, that you can't do these things? Or really, are they just excuses? Because I'll tell you what, if you really sit back and listen to yourself and you ask that wonderful question that Marianne Williamson poses to all of us is that, or I'm sorry, it's not Marianne Williamson, it's Byron Katie. Um, is that really true? Is it really, really true? If you're honest with yourself, the answer is typically, no, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that way. Is it really impossible for you to bring more revenue through those doors of your business? Is it really impossible for you to lose that 25 pounds or that 100 pounds if that's where you're at or the 5 pounds, whatever it is? Is it really impossible to create a healthier relationship with your spouse or your significant other? Is it really not possible to have a more enjoyable relationship with, with your children who, who seem like they're always getting out of hand? You know, ask yourself. Is that true? Is it really, really, really true? And what you'll usually find, at least if you if you just allow it to brew a little while, is that in the recesses of your mind, you know it's not impossible, but that you're in that comfort zone thing. And we're going to talk more about the comfort zone today because that's a really, really critical piece of all of this. You know, and when I ask my client that, are these statements really, really true or are they just excuses? There was no laughter this time. It was just a sad realization that the only thing in the way, the only thing standing between her and what she really, really wanted was her negative, fearful mindset about change. She didn't believe that she could do it. She had failed before, so she was going to fail again. It was going to be too hard. It was going to be too much work. Now, the irony to that too much work thing is that especially for entrepreneurs who are resisting change, you know, you're working so darn hard. You know, I, I, I always say that one of the reasons we become entrepreneurs, most of us, is because we want that freedom. We're on a quest for freedom, and yet we get chained to our desk or our office practically 24-7, and, and so we're not achieving that freedom, right? And it's the same thing here. You know, change doesn't have to be hard. You're already working overtime. You're already spending so much time worrying and feeling angry and feeling let down and feeling frightened. 
wouldn't it be a little bit easier to create a plan to get the self-sabotage out of the way and to actually take one step at a time in creating some positive change for yourself? I think it's easier. I think it's easier. You know, when I went on my quest to, to, to get healthier, losing weight was just kind of a byproduct. Losing weight was... Uh, maybe a reward. I just wanted to stop eating gluten so that I felt better once I became aware of the fact that I'm allergic to it. And you know what? Because I feel better and because I have more energy, because my system is acting the way it, it was built to work, I don't find it difficult to stay away from gluten at all. So Approaching change from a different perspective might just be your answer. And we're going to look at, at some great little tips, some very, very simple little tips about approaching change and making it happen when we get back from this break. And remember, you can always reach me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And don't forget, you can call into the show. I'll tell you that number when we get back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose, or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, HomeMovieLegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Join us every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports Radio Show with commentary about current events, guns, shooting, and firearms issues automotive and motorsports features and special music presentations johnny is recognized as an international firearms authority and ballistic engineer as well as an accomplished and widely recognized automotive designer and longtime tv and radio host this program draws on johnny's experience in shooting motorsports and as a professional entertainer musician don't miss johnny roland news guns and motorsports infotainment at its best trust us on this one it's a fun show every monday morning at 10 a.m central right here on the toginet radio network welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset on toginet.com and now back to your host marla tabaka 
And we're here talking about change today. And some people swear that's a four-letter word. Some people just resist it. But the, the funny thing about the people who resist change so much, and I think we all fall into that category at one time or another, is that they don't recognize that they're resisting change. So here's one way to, to know that you need some change in your life. When things just don't feel like they're going right and you're not happy, you're not satisfied, either professionally or personally, it's time to create change because you know what? It doesn't just happen, not too often anywhere anyway. So when you're finding yourself resisting life instead of just going with the flow and enjoying it and anticipating it, it's time to create change somewhere, somehow. I love working with people who are ready for change. And so certainly I welcome you to to give me a holler and see if coaching is right for you because that's what coaching is all about. It's, it's finding solutions and creating the change and looking forward. Now, if you feel like there's something you'd like to talk about, do you need change? How would you go about it? Why are you stuck? Call into the show. Go ahead. Give us a call. It'll be fun. We'll just have a nice little casual chat here. The number is 877-864-4869-877-864-4869. And you know what? If you don't want to do that, just reach out to me either through my website, MarlaTabaka.com or Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So I was telling you about my client and, you know, how she was just wallowing in her misery instead of deciding to create change. And one of the benefits, many benefits that came out of that one simple little coaching session was that she got to say all of those things out loud. She got to whine all she wanted to. And we laughed together when I told her that you can just whine all you want to. Go ahead. Put everything out there, all of the reasons that you can't make more money, all of the reasons that you can't have more time with your family. And you just, just the simple act of reciting those, and I'm going to continue to call them excuses because they usually are, out loud to someone else helps you to realize they're ridiculous. And, and just an aside, a funny little thing that, that, that my friends and I have going is, is we pretend we have a little magic wand in our hands when, when someone comes out with something that is a crazy, silly excuse to call them on it. And we do it to ourselves too. We just wave that magic wand and we say, that's ridiculous. And it's just so much fun because it helps everyone wake up in a loving and, and silly and carefree way. So, do that. You know, recite these excuses, these reasons that you can't change something that feels difficult to you and just think about it and say, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous is just one of those funny little words to say, but whatever. <laughs> and, you know, if you're so set in your beliefs that you ignore that little voice inside your head when you do that, that voice that says, really? You know, it's just a bunch of nonsense. You're just afraid. Because that's what will usually happen when you start, when you get past that third reason or third excuse, your little unconscious mind is going to start saying, hey, you know what? You're just full of it. You're just kind of full of it. You're just afraid. You're just afraid to do the things that you know you have to do. It all feels so big. You don't want to move. It's too much to take on, right? And so those are the things that coaching can really help with. So you have to acknowledge that little voice and create positive change on your terms 
rather than having it be forced on you by the consequences of your fear and procrastination, right? You know, I always say that if if you don't listen to the subtle uh, notices that the universe is giving you that you're not walking your path, you're not on the right path, you're not doing what you're here to do, you're not doing what makes you happy, as you ignore those 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 little messages from the universe, the universe is going to get a little more persistent, right? And it's going to pull out a bat and hit you over the head eventually. And it's not going to be pretty and it's not going to feel good. So let's talk about these three simple rules that I have laid out here that are so simple. But oh my gosh, please don't dismiss the power of these rules. And remember, you want to talk about your change, give me a call, 877 877- 864-4869. I love talking to myself on this show. Well, I know I'm talking to you, but you know, behind a mic, you feel like you're talking to yourself, right? But it's a lot of fun, but I also love interacting with you. And that's why I'm doing more shows without guests so that it gives us the opportunity to engage and interact more and to just learn about things that I do in my coaching with, uh, with my clients because they are so powerful and they have helped so many people. So give us a call here on TogiNet Radio. Okay, number one, you got to keep it real. Okay, now if you're an entrepreneur, because a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs, you have to think big right? You have to learn to think outside that box. And well, I I really don't like that saying because I say get rid of the box altogether. Don't just think outside of it. There doesn't have to be a box. So abolish the box. (laughs) And and you you have to think of of brilliant ideas and, and different ways of doing things and simple answers and everything, right? But sometimes thinking big is a real shortcoming. And entrepreneurs can often fall into thinking that anything is possible, which it is, but within a very short time and and with very little effort. And that's far from truth. So, for example, for you entrepreneurs out there, it is realistic to boost your, your earnings by 33%. Sure you can. You can also lose 50 pounds or whatever it is you want to lose. Spend more time with the family. Begin that daily exercise regime. Change your diet. You can develop and launch a new product, right? You can do all these things. You can bring more business in the door. You can bring on a business partner. You can add employees. You can you can do tons of things, right? But we have to think about a realistic time frame and and what is most important. So of all of those things, remember that some of them are simply a wonderful consequence of creating change. For instance, as an entrepreneur, if you bring on employees and you do it right and you grow your business and you do it right, you are going to be able to spend more time with the family. You are going to have time to get into that exercise regime, okay? You are going to be able to focus on a healthier diet. You are going to have time to to launch the new products. But don't say that you can do all of this within six months' time. For crying out loud, you're human, okay? Now, with that said, I do have a caveat. I have run into entrepreneurs who come into coaching and, oh my gosh, in six months they've recreated themselves and their businesses. I have had that happen. But you have to do it in in 
in a way that feels like you've got the logistics in place and you've got a plan in place, you have the accountability, you have the partnership you need and a mentor, coach, uh, business partner, employees, all those kinds of things, okay? You would be surprised at how many people set them up set themselves up for failure by saying, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm sick and tired of this. Darn it. I am going to do all this and I'm going to do it now. And they don't create a plan and they just go crazy, you know, trying to make change and get torn in so many different directions that it all just blows up in their face. So yes, we get to dream. Yes, we get to reach for the stars, but do it in a way that you are going to succeed. Don't set yourself up for failure, okay? So if you feel like you want to create some change and you don't know how to keep it real, that's where you engage with a coach, okay? That's where you engage with a mentor. That's where you engage with someone outside of your immediate circle, and that's important, okay? Outside of your immediate circle, to find out, to figure out how to keep it real. That's number one, keep it real. Number two, oh, the mind of the entrepreneur is very complex. <laughs> it, it really is. And again, it has to be. It has to be. But that can be a great shortcoming as well. Remember, our strengths can also be our shortcomings. Be aware of that. There is black and white, yin and yang female and masculine energy in everything. So your strength can be a shortcoming as well. Okay. So rather than living under the weight of unrealistic expectations and making this long, huge list, begin with a short list of things you'd like to change or achieve within that realistic time frame. Remember, we're keeping it real. Don't overdo it. So you want everything now, but you have to start somewhere. And I always say, say to people that it's so easy to live with your excuses and live in your pain and live in the misery and live in the I can't, right? People do it for months, for years, for a lifetime. But then one day you have to realize that if you'd just broken down your goal into some bite-sized pieces and just chosen one goal, that you had, you would have achieved something by now. Okay, how often do you do you hear the people in the same cycle for months and years, and you're like, enough, just take one step. You can do it. Just one bite, and before you know it, the next bite is going to happen. So keep it simple. Nothing has to feel so monumental and overwhelming, okay? As you tick off these smaller goals from your list, you will pick up momentum and you will build the confidence that you need and you will start to benefit from the change, just like I have in, in, in going gluten-free. Well, I don't like to say gluten-free because that feels so limiting because I do indulge in gluten every now and then. Um, but changing my eating, eating habits has offered me so many benefits that now when I go out with friends and they put that big delicious basket of bread in front of us, it's rare that I have a hard time resisting it. All I have to do is imagine how it's going to make me feel and I'm good. I lose my appetite for it. So it's better to achieve one or two things in six months time than it is to have achieved nothing at all and that is the pattern that we too often fall into. 
where we tear ourselves in a million different directions and we don't get enough done and we're very, very unhappy with the results. So here we are going on into our next break and we're going to hit the third simple, simple point in our next segment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political? Too nice to be real. Tame, even though you really want to be unleashed. Like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending. Well, Cinderella has left the ball. And it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression. With your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Woohoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And there's still time to call in today at 877-864-4869. We'd love to hear from you here on the Million Dollar Mindset. So we've been talking about the change, keeping it real, keeping it simple. And the last one is keep focused. Okay, it's easy to get lost in that myriad of excuses that we make up. And and sure, you know, it doesn't feel like excuses when you're going through it, right? You know, when you lose that client, it doesn't feel like an excuse uh, when your your revenue goes down, when you gain a few pounds, but you don't feel like you ate anything you shouldn't. It doesn't feel like an excuse. It feels like your reality. And it is your reality, Okay, but when we let those things pile up, 
then it becomes nothing but excuses. Remember, only you have the power to shift your reality, okay? The, the, the little magic fairy is not going to come in and do it for, for you. Sure, we attract wonderful things into our lives, but that's because our mindset is the million-dollar mindset. That's because you're out there projecting the the wonderful, wonderful energy that you are. And so you're attracting like kind energy. So when good things happen to you, realize that you're attracting that. And yes, I'm sorry to say, remember where I said earlier in the show, where there's, there's white, there's black, where there's negative, there's positive, where there's yin, there's yang. Yes, if if things consistently happen that are of a negative nature to you or you perceive them as being negative, yes, your energy is at that lower vibration, that lower frequency, and that's what you're attracting into your life. So we want to change that. Now, that is not to say that that's your fault. Now, this is a whole other topic we're going off onto in, in Laws of the Universe. But, but yeah. We do want to change the energy. And here's one of the ways that you can do it. Keeping focused. Make a list, a written list. And I always tell people, put your own energy into it. Make it handwritten. Don't key it into the computer. Handwrite a list of the things that may stop you from achieving the goal that you're putting forth today, during, or after this program. Right, Because that's your homework. I'd love for each of you to isolate something in your life that you know in your heart of hearts needs to change. And if it's something you feel powerless around, make a list of those excuses, okay? Either way, make a list of all of the things that may stop you. And make a list of all the reasons that you can't. I can't do it because... You know, just write them all down. I can't do it because the economy isn't what it should be. I can't do it because I have too much competition. I can't do it because I don't have the support. Okay, write them all down, but don't stop there. Now, I'd like you to make a list of the possible solutions and the resources and, you know, become aware of the things, the people, the attitudes even, the things that are internal in you that you can step into to create these changes. So, for instance, uh, I'll go back to a business business idea here. If um, you're feeling overwhelmed, and remember, you're an entrepreneur, you love freedom. I haven't met an entrepreneur who doesn't have freedom in his or her top three most critical values. Okay, freedom is very important to entrepreneurs, and that's one of the reasons that we go in the direction of being self-employed or building businesses, okay, because we are on that quest for freedom, okay? So let's say that you're feeling overworked. I'd like you to make a list of the excuses that you can't stop being overworked, that you have to work so hard, and that there's no time for a break. There's no time to take care of you. There's no time, okay? What are those reasons? I'm going to cite a few that I hear quite often. Um, I can't afford help. I can't afford an employee or another employee. That's a big one. I don't believe that anybody can do it the way that I do it. I'm the only one that does these things right. I'm the entrepreneur. Nobody else wants it as badly as I do. Nobody else understands the importance of this kind of customer service or of doing the job in the way I do. Are any of these sounding familiar to you? 
I don't have support. I don't know who to turn to. I don't know how to compete with my competition. I don't have marketing dollars. Okay? All of these are excuses that I hear from people so that they don't have to grow their business. Okay, I'm going to take one. Uh, you can't afford employees. Okay, write that down. That's an excuse. If, if, you're, if, if I'm with you here, write that one down. I can't afford to hire help. Okay, now think about it. How much time are you spending doing things that an entrepreneur doesn't need to do? Are you bookkeeping? Are you scheduling your own appointments? Are you troubleshooting? Are you providing 100% of the customer service? Are you doing uh, tasks that an administrative assistant could and should be doing? Yes, 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 and yes, right? Okay. How much time do you spend doing those things? 15, 20 hours a week? Wow. What if, what if you had 15 or 20 hours a week to do nothing but get out there and be an entrepreneur, to build your business, to create those products, to find more clients and get them in the door? What if? How quickly could you grow your business then? Think about that and answer yourself very honestly, pretty quickly. Most people say within three months they could make a significant difference in their business if they had those 20 hours a week back, okay? So what do you do? Think about how much it would cost you to bring on an assistant, right? An assistant at $15 an hour for 20 hours a week, that's not a lot of money. Now, it may feel like a lot of money to you, but if you start socking away $50 here and $100 there, before you know it, you're going to have three months' salary saved up. It can happen. Even in the businesses that are running in the red, it can happen. If you really focus on saving money, you can save a couple of thousand dollars pretty quickly. It can happen. And now you hire that assistant. You've got three months of his or her salary put away. And in three months' time, now the key here is you have to have a plan. You have to know what you're doing. You have to have every detail outlined so that you can sit down and know exactly what to do the next day, right? And in three months' time, that assistant will begin paying for his or herself. So there are ways to do things. There are other resources out there. There are people who can support you. So often, oh, I love this story. Um, I had a client in my office here once who wanted so badly to grow her, her business. And she said, well, my husband, I asked her why she wasn't doing it. So my husband works so hard. He works so many hours every single week. I feel like I have to be the full-time mom. I have to be the full-time problem solver. I have to have the house immaculate, and I really do need to have a fabulous meal on the, on the table every single night. I have to get the animals to the vets, and I have to, to carpool the kids. I have to clean the house and really, 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 really keep it nice. And, 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 and. My husband really needs me to do these things. And so I looked at her and I said, does he really? Is that the expectation? Is that the contract that you signed when you got married that your needs will be put on the back burner for a minimum of 18 years until you raise the children and send them off to college? Is that the contract that you signed? Ask him. And so she did. And he was shocked and frankly his feelings were hurt 
that she thought that that was her job and that she didn't have choices and that she couldn't start focusing on her own business as well. And I'm glad to say that today she is. She's focusing on her business full-time. No, no, she's not focusing on it full-time and that's okay, but she's so much happier because she is making it happen. Okay, so start asking yourself these questions. Make a list of the things that stop you from doing it and now make a list of the the possible solutions and the resources that you have at your disposal, internal and external, and use them to create a supportive environment. If you you ask for help and, and become willing to adjust your way of doing things, you'll find that just about anything is possible. Okay, so it's okay to start small. It really is. It's okay to build on these small successes rather than fail at the overly ambition, ambitious goals that you set off right off doing, you know, wanting to happen. You'll become more inclined to create ongoing change and improve your life and business one step at a time rather than not at all if you start building on your successes. And that's another list that you need to make. I know, I'm a lover of lists, okay? And and if you don't want to make lists, then you have to have a coach because your coach is going to remind you of your successes consistently. Your coach is going to reel you in and say, wait, 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 where were we two months ago? Here's where we were. And he or she is going to tell you exactly where you were and exactly how far you've come to remind you of your success because we forget way too quickly. We diminish our successes way too quickly. So make a list of even those smallest, smallest changes and the the tiniest results that you get and live in appreciation as you view that list, hopefully every single day or as often as you need it, but at least once a week, okay? And start to appreciate how far you've come, how much you've achieved and how capable you are because you're a superstar. You are a superstar. There's no reason that you can't make it happen. There's no reason that you can't embrace change. We're going to go into our final break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the reason that most people don't want to embrace change. They don't want to take the risks, okay? And and that is the comfort zone that they live in and why they live in that comfort zone. And believe me, the comfort zone, it's, it's, it's named in an odd way because it is a very uncomfortable place to live after a while. At first, it feels nice and cozy and safe. And we set up those boundaries around us, those walls, and we tuck ourselves in there for a long winter's nap. And then we wake up and realize, ouch, I'm in pain. This is not comfortable. What are we talking about? But we're too nervous. We're too afraid and we're too uncomfortable to push the walls and the confines and our limits and achieve the greatness that we're put here to achieve. So we're going to move on into talking about that comfort zone so that you can make the changes that you want to make in your life and business. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. 
Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. What does success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame? Having everything money can buy? Does it mean having a job or career that you love? A great family life? Or simply to be happy? If you're still searching for answers, then join us each Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Primetime Success Radio, where Alan Skidmore and his special guests will discuss health, finances, relationships, being in business, and how you can have a life that is not only successful, but a life of meaning. Alan has been studying success principles for over 25 years through reading, attending seminars, interviewing successful people, and a daily lesson from the School of Hard Knocks. And now he wants to share that information with you. So join Alan Skidmore on Primetime Success Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network, as he takes you on a journey of finding the heart of your success. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks again for being here with me today. I so enjoy being here with you today. So I hope that feeling is mutual and that you're enjoying the show and that you're ready to make some change. We're going to talk a little bit about the comfort zone. Now, first, let me describe what that is, because a surprisingly small number of people really understand uh, what a comfort zone refers to. In, In my words, the way I describe it, is it's it's that mental space where you live, where there are boundaries and you feel a sense of emotional security with your work, your decision making, your family, your your routine, especially your routine, even when you know it isn't healthy, even when you know it's not serving you. Okay. So you might know that you really should, right? Should do other things. But your comfort zone says you're not going to because this is where you've been. These, this is the level of risk taking that you're willing to take without, without pushing those fear buttons. Okay. When people think about stretching that comfort zone or going beyond the limits of their comfort zone, a lot of fear gets triggered. And, and so they don't do it. Many people don't do it. But what distinguishes really successful people from everyone else 
is what they do with their comfort zone, okay? There are those people who are perfectly happy staying warm and cozy in this nice little safe environment they've created for themselves. And then those who are, are who, who constantly push and test the limits, okay? Those who who go out and try the next big thing, those who reach out to people even though it's intimidating, those who just go out on the limb more often, the emotional limb is what I'm talking about more more than not here because real entrepreneurs, the ones who are making millions and billions of dollars, they don't risk a lot of money, okay? You might think that taking risk as an entrepreneur means putting your money on the table and allowing anything to happen to it. No, 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 no. They don't take a lot of financial risk. They take emotional risks. And and so that's the difference between your average everyday Joe who sits in a comfort zone and the people who are, are just extremely successful. So we're going to talk about you know, stretching the limits of the comfort zone. Now, remind you, the comfort zone is not a bad thing. It's there for a reason. It protects us from something. Otherwise, we may all be jumping off cliffs and out of airplanes, and we don't want to do that, okay? The comfort zone also protects us from taking on more stress and anxiety than we're equipped to deal with. So in in very painful periods of your life, you'll take less emotional risk, You'll do things where you might feel like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of stagnant. I'm not achieving much. And, you know, I'll, I'll go out on a limb here and stretch my comfort zone a little bit and tell you that that's where I had been for a little while this summer and this fall because my mother was passing away. And, and we are so very, very, very close. And, and it was such a difficult highly emotional time for me. And so what I worked on was building my support system and building my strength and building my resources and putting my tools to work, the EFT tapping and and the NLP and the meditation and and the friendships and and going to grief classes and things like this to prepare me for this event. And so a lot of the things that I felt I should be doing, right, had to go on a back burner as I redesigned my comfort zone. And so, you know, there are times when that comfort zone is there to protect you. And that's what it was doing for me. I slipped into a comfort zone that may have not have been good for me in, in some ways, but was exactly what I needed. And boy, did I let it protect me with a vengeance, okay? Because I had to focus on my mom and and my emotions around this loss and building my future without someone who was my key resource for support and for love and for nurturing. And and so I did. I built in that comfort zone. And we do that. And that's okay. Okay. That's when a comfort zone is healthy for us. Okay. But eventually, the familiar routine of your comfort zone will keep you from learning and experiencing new things that are potentially really, really good for you. So, and they're, they're also, it's also likely to keep you from, from building a thriving business. So how do you know when your comfort zone is holding you back? Well, you're going to fall into excessive stress, maybe boredom, a lot of, possibly a lot of self-criticism. You may see that green-eyed envy monster come up. You may feel some anxiety about your current situation. So, oh my gosh, I'm not making enough money. You feel anxiety over that. You'll find yourself making lots of excuses. Your business may be failing or your career may not be moving. Your relationships 
may be suffering. Okay, if any of those sound familiar, it's time for a stretch. And again, try baby steps. You don't always have to do something something really radical, although at times a radical move can be healthy. Just make sure that it's measured and that you know what you're doing and you're not doing something stupid. Okay, start by accepting that you're less than perfect. Okay, so if you're afraid of what others are going to think or of letting someone down, you're likely to create rules around how to behave so that others will accept you. And those rules are nothing but self-imposed, ridiculously high standards. So go ahead and get a little crazy. Do something fun. Dance around the department store. You know what? When when my kids were small, I used to do that. I used to just say, come on, let's sing something or let's do a little tap dance here. or Let's try on these silly little hats or let's go put on so much makeup we look like clowns, you know. And I was trying to break them out of their little social anxiety comfort zone that they were creating as twins. A lot of twins do that. And, and, and they would, they'd just be mortified, but they remember that now as adults and it really helped them. You know, when I would break that illusion of perfection and, and join the human race and just be silly and just have fun, it helped my, my kids to learn how to do that too. So always accept that you're less than perfect. Don't create illusions of perfection and stop worrying about what other people are going to think. Now, breaking that fear barrier, what are you really afraid of? Okay, make a list. Yes, a famous Marla Tobacco list. Make a list and include everything from fear of spiders to fear of financial devastation. What are you afraid of? Now, make a plan to face your fears one at a time. And again, begin small. If you have a phobia, for instance, reach out for some help to eliminate that phobia. And hello, the emotional freedom techniques, EFT, you may notice tapping. Uh, oh my gosh, it, it cures phobias. And, and we always hesitate to use that word cure, right? But in the case of phobias, it, it has such a high success rate of just knocking those phobias down. So knock fears off your list one at a time. Think about, and I'm going to put my, my famous question out there again. Those of you who read me or listen to me here on Toginet often know this famous question. Uh, what are the negative consequences of your success? Focus on that question. Write it down. Focus on it. It's a magic question. Okay. Learn to detach and accept things. Okay. Resistance is our biggest enemy. Allowing is our greatest friend. So your comfort zone keeps you in a very, very predictable space. You usually know what is going to happen pretty much exactly what is going to happen. A fear of the unknown can keep you stuck forever. So you've got to let go of expectations and accept the results of your actions. Take risks in, in, in measured amounts, okay? If you're designing a, a new consulting program or rolling out a new product, do it in little bits. Don't go all gangbusters and, and risk losing everything. Gamble with something you're willing to lose. Those losses are going to teach you something like how to make your product better or market it differently. Look forward to the outcome, whatever that outcome is, because it is exactly what you need. It is exactly perfect in the space you're in. So don't try and control the outcome. Allow the outcome. Another great thing to do when you're in that rut, you know you need time to, ch- you need to change and get out of that comfort zone, is hang out with some different people. 
We choose our, our peers and our friends based on what we have in common, right? Most naturally we do. Instead, try to find someone who's crazier than you are, who does stuff that you don't do. Choose the company of people who go farther out on the limb and will bring out your adventurous fun side. Be open-minded and observe the benefits of being more daring. Okay, it doesn't have to be huge. It could be simply going to a restaurant that's outside of your neighborhood for once, you know. It may be taking a trip downtown if you live in the suburbs. It may be going to a play, something you haven't done in 25 years. It doesn't have to be skydiving, okay. Think about some risks that you can take by hanging out with somebody new and trying something new. And here's the most important one of all. Imagine your success. Visualization is the strongest tool you have in your toolkit. Visualize your success every day. You're going to become more willing to take those emotional risks associated with it. Give your brain a break during the day and daydream a bit. You'll be so happy with the results, okay? Break some of the silly rules that you've created for yourself. And before you know it, that comfort zone is going to begin stretching. You don't have to push it. You don't have to, you know, like a lot of people face their fears. And again, skydiving is a really typical one. You've got a lot of skydivers out there, novice skydivers out there who do it because they want to face down their fears and prove to themselves that they can do anything. Um, triathletes too, you know, that a part of that is about proving this, the, the endurance, proving what you're capable of to yourself and, and maybe to others. I don't know. It doesn't have to be on that scale. Take small risks, take smaller leaps and before you know it, you'll be stretching that comfort zone, putting yourself out there and feeling better about the change and creating the change to bring your life to the place that you want it to be. So let me know how this helps you. And let me know if you have any questions. I love hearing from you. This is Marla Tabaka, and you'll find me at Marla Tabaka, that's T-A-B-A-K-A dot com. And that link, of course, is here on my, my Million Dollar Mindset page here on TogiNet. Uh, reach out to me, ask questions, go ahead, feel free to do that. And remember that I do a 20-minute complimentary coaching consultation. So that is where you can ask your questions and see if coaching is right for you. And I welcome you to take me up on that. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there,